Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing Word from God. God bless you. Just one more time. Why don't we just lift our hands in this place. Tonight is a, a miracle service. And as Pastor Yuri and Leanne have announced that, I just believe there's an open heaven for this. So if you need a miracle, come on, just lift your hands in the presence of God. And Lord, I just thank You, Lord, that tonight, Lord, that You are able. And maybe it is a financial miracle. Maybe that's it. You know, God's hand is not too short to do the thing that is required in your life. Or maybe it's to do with uh, anxiety or worry, fears. The Bible says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so we lift, believing that something could turn tonight for us. Or maybe it is cancer. Maybe the doctor said, this is your forever. Friend, it's simply not true. Because the Bible says, by His stripes, we are healed. And so we lift. Come on, just lift, just lift, just lift. Lift your heart to Him tonight. We don't have to wait till the end of the service for God to move. He's right here, right now. The Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. And so, God, we just thank You, Lord. You're going to make a way. Lord, I pray, Lord, that You would, as it were, steal the show, that I would decrease and You would increase, and the the words would be like a two-edged sword into people's hearts and spirits. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give God a big, big clap. Isn't He good? Beautiful. Hey, have a seat. Turn to somebody and say, I like that Australian preacher. I like him. He's a good guy. Well, I am very blessed. I have got a little bit of a croaky throat, actually, because um, I spoke four, four times in a row on Sunday last week, and I haven't done that for a while. I think I prayed for probably 2,000 people, and um, I strained my throat, so you're hearing a little bit of Jet lag for throats. Um, but I'm blessed, blessed, blessed to be here. And Jurgen and Leanne are sensational. I love Jurgen and Leanne. And um, I owe a lot to Jurgen as he introduced me to my wife, Janine. And uh, we were youth pastors in uh, the same country in New Zealand. And um, we were on a ministry trip together. And Jurgen says, Andrew, I'm going to introduce you to Janine. She's modeled in Paris. She loves God. And um, I was like, wow, 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 you know, this is amazing. And, but who knows that Jürgen's a little bit naughty. So I'm thinking she's fat, a Satanist. I say that she's opposite, opposite day. Like sometimes Jürgen teases you. So she's like modeled in Paris. She's beautiful. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's going to be heinous. And... Um, so when I, when I finally, um, Jürgen and I were speaking at a conference together and Jürgen said, hey, just come and stay at my place um, for a few days before um, we go to the conference. And I was like, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And then um, 
So then he rings me up and he says, oh, by the way, Janine's staying with us. And I thought, like, uh-oh. <laughs> and um, so Janine picks me up from the airport, but I didn't, I didn't know who she, what she looked like. And there was nobody there to pick me up. And then there's this girl reading a book in a coffee shop. And I thought, I wonder if that's her. Lord, please let it be her. <laughs> and I walked over I walked over and said, hi, are you Janine? And she said, yes. And I went over for a little kiss on the cheek because I thought that's what mature people did. And she put it in her hand. I thought, <laughs> she's, she's playing it tough. But three months, uh, we spent, I think, uh, eight days together before we were engaged because we lived in different nations. And three months before we were engaged and then uh, three months after that we were married. And when the minister said, will you take Janine Marie? I went, Marie? Because I don't even know her middle name. When you marry a grey, you're blessed beyond blessed. And so I'm, I'm so, so thankful to Jürgen most of the time for introducing me to Janine. I'm very blessed. Very, very blessed. I love Jürgen, but who knows that Leanne is a little bit nicer than Jürgen. Leanne tells the truth. She's kind. She's beautiful. She's generous. And honestly, your pastors, they love you. The Bible says that you should lay down your life. As a shepherd, you should lay down your life for a sheep, for your sheep. Jürgen and Leanne have done that. They, they have done that here, and they, they love you. Yeah, they're the best. I thank God for that. I was at a conference recently, and um, I, you know when you're in the worship, and I was standing beside Janine, and she was looking hot. And I, and I said to myself, I said, God, how did I get Janine? I mean, she's above my pay grade. And the Lord spoke to me straight away. He says, Andrew, it's because you tithed while you were younger. And I gave 20%, and that's why I got a little bit better than most. If you're sitting beside a 10%er, that's your fault. I can't, I can't, I can't fix that. I found out later, Janine never gave. <laughs> yeah, I know. Should we get to the Bible? We've got to go quick before we tell all, the, all our jokes. I'm so, I am so grateful to be here. And truly, when Jürgen and Leanne said, hey, listen, let's just come and let's just do a miracle service. I just knew that something amazing was going to happen tonight. And um, there's, a, there's a scripture, uh, Psalm 121, um, that I wanted us to look at just quickly. And then I'm going to share my story. It says, I lifted up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I love the psalmist because there was something inside of him. I don't know what was going wrong with him. Maybe he was having a bad day, depression. Maybe he was sick. But he said, I'm going to lift up my eyes to the Lord, to the mountains. And then he said, where does my, and where does my help come from? Can you just go back to that part? Where does my help come from? And, and, and can you see a question mark? I don't think it was for him, I think it's from us. 
Where does your help come from? Is it only from doctors? Is it from tarot cards? Is it from drinking? Is it from pornography? When you're stuck, where do you go? And, and he's answering that for us. Where does my help come from? You see, if you need a miracle, miracles come from God. That's what they're called, miracles. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. And then he gives us a secret. He says, because he created the heavens and the earth. You see, I don't know how he understood it, but in Genesis 1, it says, and God said, let there be light. And there was. If God created the universe, God is able. And, and he's able to do what he needs to do in your life. And that's a revelation. To me, as I was growing up, when I was a very young boy, 13 years old, brought up in a Catholic background, the, I'm the youngest of eight, very cold in New Zealand, that's why there's so many children. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, at 13 years old, I was diagnosed with leukemia, which is cancer of the blood, and I was journeying through that for a long time. When I first received the news that I had leukemia, I blamed God. I was in a little hospital room, nobody could hear in, nobody could hear out. Mum and Dad looked like Star Wars creatures. Before COVID was COVID. I looked like COVID. And I was in my room all by myself and I called out to God and I said, God, I hate you. What have you done? All I've done is swear a few times and stole 50 cents. And now you're killing me. And I said, God, if you, if you create, I remember the song in my head about a, a, my Sunday school days, about a God who would, who would open blind eyes and deaf people would hear. And that God held the whole world in his hands. And I said, God, if you can do that, you can heal me. I said, if you heal me, I won't drink like my brothers drink. I won't sleep around like my brothers sleep around. I don't even know why that, why as a 13-year-old, not in church, I thought that was wrong. But I knew that something was wrong. And then, as I'm praying that, I said, God, I will go wherever you ask me to go and say whatever you ask me to say. I felt like an incredible warmth fall over me. I would explain it like this. In New Zealand, it can get to minus 10. I'd be playing sports with my friends late at night. My mum, and you might not even know what this is, but my mum would turn my electric blanket on three, which is super hot. Does it, do you know what an electric blanket is? Wow. Yeah. The greatest feeling in all the world is when it's freezing cold at night and you get your jam jams on and you slip in between the sheets and it's like, and I felt that feeling fall over me. 13 years old, didn't know anything about anything, didn't know about the Holy Spirit, didn't know about healing, nothing. Within, within about a week or two, I was in remission and then I had to go through all these other treatments chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and on and on it went. I was 15 years old. I was at school. Didn't really like school, but I was at school. 
I could skip school as much as I want because I was still the sick kid. Nobody would tease me because if you're dying sick, nobody could tease you. If you're a little bit sick, you get teased. If you're dying sick, you can't get teased because it's awkward. Geography was my favourite class because I was sitting beside, at that time, the prettiest girl in school. Nowhere even close to you, Janine, but she was pretty at, for that time. Just in case she's watching. She's watching, so... She was ugly, and uh, <laughs> heinously ugly. She asked me to go to a youth group, so I said yes, I'd go. And um, about six weeks into the youth group, the guy says, "Andrew, do you want to become a Christian?" I said, "Not really." <laughs> he says, "Why not?" I said, "I'm Catholic." He goes, "What does that mean?" I said, "Well, I'm in." Because I was taught if you go to church, you're a Christian. And he says, well, Andrew, have you ever sinned? And I said, no. He said, have you heard of the Ten Commandments? And I said, yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Now, I'm thinking out of the ten, I'd probably score a nine. So he said, well, let's go through some of them. I said, sure. He said, have you ever lied? I went, no. Because in New Zealand, if you, have you heard of white lies? Yeah, white lies are not real lies. And if you cross your fingers as you're lying, it doesn't count. Because it's, it's the Bible. The, blood, the cross of Jesus takes away all your sin. Jesus. He says, so I'm trying to help the guy out. He says, so... Have you ever lied? I said, oh, I suppose so. He says, so what are you then? I said, a liar. He goes, yeah. I said, that's not very nice. You're like, you. I thought your Christians were nice. And he said, Andrew, have you stolen anything? And I said, yeah. Try to help him out now. Don't want to make it hard for him. And he, and he goes, what are you? And I said, a stealer. He goes, no, you're a thief. I said, what is this, an English lesson? Like, he said, Andrew, have you committed adultery? And I said, no, and I'm 15. I haven't, haven't even had my first kiss yet. Like, so he's way missed it. So I was like, one for me. <laughs> he said, Andrew, the Bible says if you look lustfully at a woman, you commit adultery in your heart. Have you done that? I said, sure. <laughs> her and her and her and her and her. <laughs> Basically, the whole youth group. Of the female side, anyway. So, yeah. You've got to say it these days, otherwise it's confusion, isn't there? He said, Andrew, God's holy. You're not. Sin separates us from God. I, I knew that in Sunday school. In Sunday school, they would, they would teach us little hand, hand tricks. Um, sin separates us from God. Jesus forgives all our sin. I knew what he was talking about. We went to confession. He said, you can ask Jesus to come into your life and you can have a relationship with God and he can forgive you your sins. And where he got me is that I never knew you could have a relationship with God. 
So I prayed a prayer because I wasn't scared of praying. I've prayed all my life. And I asked Jesus into my life. Prayer is powerful. Church, we, we forget how powerful prayer is. The one minute you, 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 you walk, you're not walking with the Lord, and now you are. One minute you, you, you're not going to heaven, and now you are. One minute you're dying of cancer and a prayer later, and now you're, you're back again. Prayer, prayer changes everything. I, I, I honestly wonder sometimes, if I could say it this way, who bewitched you? Who cast a spell on you that told you that prayer doesn't change the world? Who told you that reading the Bible doesn't transform your life? That church was a preference that we decide whether we're going to come on the weather. Who sold us those lies? Prayer is powerful. And so that's my story. Six months later, after I became a Christian, the leukemia came back. When, when I thought you became a Christian, I thought everything would go your way. The moon would be moonier, the sun would be sunnier, girls would just fall at your feet. That's how I thought Christianity would be. The first time, I blamed God. The second time, I embraced God. I had people praying for me all around the world. And I had a bone marrow transplant. I've got to go fast. Bone marrow transplant, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, whole lots of different things were happening. But in my worst moment, the doctors told me that I was going to pass away. My parents had organized the Catholic priest to come and give me my last rites for burial. Who knows that's a bad day? Because you actually think you're going to die. I was so thin, you could see every single rib on my body. I long for those days, actually. I was sick with my one hand. I could put my whole hand around my leg and touch the side. So here I am. The doctors told me I was going to die. My parents thought I was going to die. Catholic priest has given me my last rites. And in walk my youth pastors on the same day. Holding a Bible, smiling. Happy youth pastors. Yeah. They said to me, Andrew, we've got a word of God for, of God for you. We've got a scripture saying that this is not going to lead to death. And they said, I'm gonna, we're going to pray for you. And um, I said, okay. I could have said to them, why are you getting my hopes up? After five years, I've been sick. It would have been nice if God healed me on the first six months. I could have said to them, why, why are you teasing me in my 11th hour? And you see, I didn't really have a lot of faith. And where was the miracle for me? 
I reckon even in my disbelief, allowing them to pray for me was enough of a crack for God to get in. A whiff of faith, a sniff, a seed. That's all he needed. The Bible says it this way. In James 5, it says, if you're sick, come to church. Come to church and let the elders pray for you. And that prayer of faith will heal you. Why does it say that? Because I, I tell my church, don't come on your happiest day. Come on your worst day. Because that's when we'll pray and step in and believe God for your miracle. That's when it's going to happen. Soon after they prayed for me, my, I was getting my blood taken every hour. The doctors came back and said, Andrew, something's changed. Something has changed. And so I went through the whole journey of, of, of going through that. Week after week, getting better, 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 better. The other day, I just wonder if the worship team could join me. The other day I was walking on the beach. I had a lump on my side of my neck. Went to the doctor. He said, Andrew, it could be cancer. That's what he said to me. It could be cancer. I was a bit bummed out. It's like, oh, I don't want to cancer twice. That'd be annoying. <laughs> Walking along the beach, praying, 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 just speaking in tongues, praying, asking God. I said, God, I want rid of this cancer. And I felt like the Holy Spirit just stopped me. And he said, Andrew, you will never die of cancer. I said, Lord, why is that? And he said, because your testimony is you have been healed of cancer. And so, and, and so I really believe that those five years, I fought that demon and won. The devil's only got one trick. He tries to bring all sorts of funny things. But I just say, no, I haven't got cancer. And sure, no cancer. I said, laughing at the goodness of God. Psalm 121 says this. I lifted. If I could lift for you, I would do it. Actually, Pastor Jürgen Lien, the reason I'm here is to help you lift. But I can't do it. If I could go down every row. I would, I honestly would do it. Where does your help come from? Question mark. The psalmist said, I lifted up my eyes to the Lord. Smart. To the creator of the universe. Because then it's limitless. God can do it. Yogan and Leanne know me really well. And, and, the, and, and the truth is, I, I, would, I would love everybody in this room to get prayer tonight. Not everybody will. 
because your refusal to lift is a limit. To humble yourself is a limitation. Pride's the thing that kicked the devil out of hell and put him into heaven. Pride limits us to coming to God. And, and I believe that God heals people who are in church and out of church. The Bible teaches that. But in my 15 years as a healing evangelist, I just think that, <laughs> I just think it kind of goes better if God's on your side. Sin separates us from God. And you see, when you're living in sin, when you've got sin around your life that's unresolved, it's hard to believe that God will heal you because you don't feel like you deserve it. It's like you come forward, but I can't receive. And all the way through the Bible, it says the person's faith has healed you. It's what they believed. And so tonight, the most important thing before we pray for miracles is that our heart is right with God so that you can receive everything that God wants to give you tonight without limitations. Jesus forgives all our sin. It's a five-year-old message that's still relevant when I'm 50. 52 now. Birthday was yesterday. 52. One, two. So the choice is us. The choice is on you. Will you lift your eyes to the Lord? I say to, I say to our church and to other churches, when's the last time you're honest with God? Honest with yourself? And the question is, am I in relationship with God? Not, did I miss my quiet time last night? Talking about when you look inside your soul. Am I walking with Jesus? And if the answer is no, then that needs to change. Lift your eyes to the Lord. Because He's the game changer. Everything changes. And I told you, prayer is powerful. And somebody told you it wasn't. But it'll change everything. It'll change everything. And I look at my life now. Prayer changed that. Prayer changed that. Prayer changed that. So will you lift? So let's address the first priority in our hearts. Come on, all over this place. Why don't you just close your eyes? Before we pray for miracles of healing, let's just address this. Ask that question to your soul. Am I in relationship with God? For some people, even to close your eyes, would be an awkward moment. <laughs> but you've come this far. This is you actually lifting, inquiring of God. Am I in relationship with God? I believe God will talk to you just like that. 
Sure, there may not be an audible voice beaming down from the rooftops, but there'll be a prompting in your spirit and your, your knowing inside of your gut. In fact, even for some of you, before you prayed, you knew. So the question is now, will you be honest with God? Will you and can you lift and give God a moment, a window that He could do something in your life that is remarkable, that is life-changing and will not only change your life, but your eternity. And so, as you're thinking about that, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm praying for people who have never given their life to Jesus. But you're here today. You're saying, Andrew, I wanna pray that prayer that you prayed when you are 15 years old, asking Jesus into your life and sorry for any sin. Or maybe you're here and you've been in church world, but for whatever reason, you've fallen away. You see, we criticize religious churches sometimes because the priest looks different. But sometimes we can be those religious people who attend church, but you're not in relationship with God. But something can turn for you today. Something can shift. And so right here in this place, on the count of three, I'm gonna ask you to lift your hand if you wanna be included in this prayer. I'll see your hand. I ask you to put it down. And then all together, we're gonna to pray that prayer. But I would love to pray for you personally because I believe this is a big deal. And to, not to do this, not to put weight on this moment would be a mistake because this is the most important prayer. So God, we just thank you for these people here today. Lord, we know you're not angry. We're upset with us. You wanna have a relationship with God, with us. And so Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you'd move on people's hearts now. So if you're here today, you don't know Jesus, you've never prayed a prayer, asking God to come into your life, but you need to do that today. That's one. If you've been around church world, but inside, you look inside your heart today, and honestly, you know that you're not walking with the Lord. Not like we're talking about, but you need to. That's two. Or maybe you hear and say, Andrew, if I was to face death like you had to, if I was to walk out of this room, get hit by a car, stand before God, I don't know if I'd be in heaven or hell. There'd be a fear and uncertainty around that moment. But I want you to pray for me so I can have a relationship with God and walk in that relationship. Three, all over this place. If you want Jesus in your life, I want you to shoot up your hand just right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Over here too, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Who else today? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Who else today? You're saying, Andrew, that's me. Something has to turn. Something has to shift for me. Thank you, thank you. Who else? I'm looking. Who else? I'm looking. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, these guys as well. I see you. Thank you. Who else today? You're saying, Andrew, that's me. Thank you. See those hands. Wow. So many hands. You know, 
one of the things that the, the Lord showed me was that He sees every person. Even though there's many people He sees you. And what I like to do in our meetings, because there are a whole bunch of people who put their hands up, but there's still people who are shy. And I'd, I'd love to do just one more time. I'm going to start here so I know where I'm going. I know where you're going. I want you to lift your hand. I see your hand. And then I ask you to put it down. But I want to count every person. Because I, as you, I count, I want you to know that God sees you. He sees just lift your hand one more time. Could you do that one more time so I can see? I want to count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 37, 38, 39, 40, 40, anybody? 41, 42, bless you guys. Oh, 42, 43. 43, 44. Come on, let's give God a big, big hand even for that. Isn't he good? Isn't he kind? Prayer's powerful. Now, as I said, I want, I'd love to pray for you personally. So we're going to sing a song. And uh, if you lifted your hand, I'd love you to come and just join me down the front. And um, I want to pray for you. And... Maybe you didn't lift your hand, but you've been brought by a friend or a family member. Just turn to your friend and say, hey, listen, if you want to come, come. Just come. Lifting your hand doesn't make you a Christian. This prayer is a gateway prayer into a brand new relationship with God. That's what this is. Why don't we stand? Come on, Providence. If you want to come, come. Slip out of your seat. Let's give people a big, big hand as they come. Come, 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 come. You want to come, come? Savior, I'm asking you to come into my life 
to forgive me for any wrongs, for any sin, because I know you. I've got, I've got microphone problems. To, to take away the sin of the world, to take away my sin. Today, I am a child of God. Just lift your hands just out like you're about to receive something. Let me pray for you now. Lord, I thank you for every person that's on this altar. Lord, I pray, Lord, it would be life-changing, eternity-changing, that today something is about to shift in their life. Miracle after miracle after miracle. Your word says the old is gone and the new has come, that we are new creations. And God, we thank you for that and we honor you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's give God a big, big shout. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, whoa. We want to give you a Bible just to help you, but. I just feel like there's um, somebody here, and it's it's not like a, I feel like a, it's, it's like a bone condition. Is somebody in pain with, with with their bones? Who's that? What, what's happening? Oh well, what's happening with you? Oh, that's good, it's nice. But it's like um, maybe a, not arthritis, but something like that. Somebody like that. So what's, what's, what's happening? What? What's happening? Wait, what, what, what? Oh, come. Your hands. You, wait, you, can you get up there? Do you want, there's a step here. Do you want to come up here? Might be nicer. My dad, my dad was here with arthritis. They said he'd be in a wheelchair. And um, he was in a lot of pain. How long have you had this problem for? A year? Oh. Deborah. That's a nice name. Yeah. We're going to pray for you, Deborah. Hey, church, you know, just when I'm praying for Deborah, I'm thinking this is my sister. I'm my very best friend. It should change the way we all pray. So, why don't we start praying for Deborah? Stretch out your hands. If you don't know what to pray, to say, God heal Deborah. God heal Deborah. I'm, I'm going to hold your hands, okay? Now, I, I feel like the Lord's telling me, is it just, I, I don't think it's just your hands. It's not just your hands. Is it in your hip as well? Oh, down there. It's in my knees too. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Father, in the name of Jesus, you're going to feel warmth come into your hands in about 10 seconds. Father, in the name of Jesus, infirmity and sickness, I bind and break your power. I speak healing into her life in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, Father, for healing the power of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. She's okay. She's all right. Is, is there somebody else you've got like a bone condition, of, like a degenerative bone disease? Who, what, what's happening? Is it? Come over here. Wow. You got you got problems. Just wow. So glad you came tonight. 
Where, where, where's the problem? Um, I have um, multiple back fusions, and I just broke. I have a compressed fracture and three bulging discs on top of the back fusion. Wow! You need a miracle. First time to church? Is this your first time? Uh, second. second. Well done. You're on stage already. Second time you're already on stage. You'll be singing before you know it. I think so. Well, we're a friendly church. You're supposed to be tall and good looking. You're supposed to be tall, good looking at that. I'm joking. I'm joking. Now, all these guys are going to be praying for you. And I'll be praying as well. And all, we want you, all you do is just relax. And what's going to happen, I want to explain what's going to happen. And I'm going to put my hand just to the lower back. And you're going to feel warmth, like a hot water bottle. Into your back. You might feel your vertebrae moving. But don't scream or anything like that because I get frightened if people start screaming. But most of all, I feel like pain's going to leave your body. Are you in pain now? Yeah. That pain's going to leave your body. And um, it's going to be a great day for you. We should be friends on, on Facebook or social media or something. You're so nice. I'm so glad you came to church today. You gave your life to the Lord. What a start. So you just relax. Just, just, and not out loud, but just in your head so you feel comfortable. And just say, God, thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Now I'm going to pray. You just, you just keep on praying that just in your head. Just like, like a little prayer. You just pray, God, thank you for healing. And I'm going to pray now. I'm just going to tell pain to leave your body. And you're going to feel warm. Here comes right now, actually. I feel warmth coming into your lower back now. That's the Holy Spirit coming into your back in Jesus' name. Can you feel that warmth as well? That's what healing feels like. Coming into your back. Wow. Just got hotter, didn't it? Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for healing. And I command in Jesus' name, this vertebrae strengthen and straighten. I command it to shift right now in Jesus' name and all this pain to leave her body right now in Jesus' name. Pain, get off her in the name of Jesus. God, we speak healing into her body. Healing into her body in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Woo! Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't fall over. What are you feeling? Good. <laughs> you feel good? Yeah. Oh, give me a little a half twist. How's the pain level? Really, really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? I'm so rude. Do you know, I know, 
Do you know what the problem is? It's operations. Years of the doctors telling you this, this, this. And what I'm going to tell the church in a minute, it's hard to think that God can heal you just like that when you've had years of pain. But that's exactly what's going to happen to you. Yeah, and listen, you've got homework though. Because of every, every report, every negative report, all the operations, it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a thing in your head. It's not, it's not a bad thing. But from now on, I just, every time you think about your back, just say, God, thank you for healing me. And that will just push off that, those thoughts. Yeah. No, no. No, no, they're on your, they're on your side. <laughs> they want you to win. Come to church. This is, this is church. This is the house of miracles. I promise you. Good girl. Have a seat. Have a seat. Come on, give God a big, big hand, guys. Yeah. If you need a miracle, could you just lift your hand to this place? If you need, on, the, on here, if you need healing in your life, would you could just lift your hands? So one of the leaders is going to stand beside you, around you. We're going to believe God for a miracle for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, leaders, gather around these guys. We just pray right now for the power of God to fall. God, we believe right now everything's about to change. Everything's going to turn around. God, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name for healing. God, we come against infirmity, sickness, and we command a shift of people's lives right now. Everything turning, everything changing. God, I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you. Let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. He's got you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Healing 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 in Jesus' name. He comes. Pray this prayer out loud. Dear Lord Jesus, today I submit myself to God and I resist the devil. Today I believe the Word of God where it says, by His stripes I am healed. So I'm lifting my hands and claiming my healing in the name of Jesus. 
lift your hands all over this place. Let me pray for you. God, I pray from the front to the back. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus for your Holy Spirit and the power of God to fall on this meeting in Jesus' name. God, I pray, Lord, that you would steal the show, that people would be healed supernaturally. Father God, of every disease, every infirmity, I rebuke sickness, death, destruction. Get off in the name of Jesus. Spirit of pain, get off these people in the name of Jesus. And I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.